The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. We check back in with Brett Okamoto. I'm actually standing in the tunnel that Anthony Smith will walk out of when he challenges John Jones for the light heavyweight championship. Wonder Boy. Put on a defensive and offensive karate show here. Everybody knows that, hey, I'm not giving up on that title, baby. I'm going to go for it. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. No matter what, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, ladies and gentlemen. It's so funny. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I are joined today by uh, Brett Akamoto, who's calling in, and we also have Wonderboy Stephen Thompson. But I like the fact that they played a Brett Akamoto clip. I think it's very funny. Why? What clip was it? Just him talking, <laughs> announcing. <laughs> like for the fighters, they, they do. It's exciting. You have it's Joe exciting. announcing him. But this is just Brett Akamoto going, Hi, I'm standing. It's like they Googled <laughs> Brett Akamoto, Akamoto talking and they took the first thing they found. Jimmy. Yeah, I'm standing here where uh, Anthony Smith is going to fight John Jones. And they're like, that's the clip. That's the promo. Jimmy, do I have bags <laughs> under my eyes? What's that? No, you look good, I am. I woke up at... I've been traveling so much this past month that... Uh, I mean, I don't... How many time zones? I don't know. Fuck. I, I woke up at three in the morning last night. Couldn't go back to sleep. Yeah, Deciding yeah. whether should I attack my wife? Would that help me go to sleep? You know, would she mind if you woke her up? Yeah, she was sleeping pretty heavy though. Yeah. You know, she wasn't snoring. Cause I could never but just in the middle of the night heavy. with that awful mouth tape. I could never. Just- oh, badly down. Do what you want to do. You don't care. I have a fun time, but I was like, no, you know what? Why should just because I'm having a shitty sleep? Why should my wife have a shitty sleep? Well, I mean, because- to be woken up by a machine like yourself. That's oh, not every woman's my, dream. Beat my fucking chest, Jimmy. Pop a fucking blue chew. You don't need one. I don't need one. Do you take one anyway? I just, I never said I needed one. Just to be cute. Well, I mean, just to have a good time in the middle of the night. Yeah. But, uh, so, I mean, when I when you see me when I walked in, one, it was it's hot as balls. Thank God we put Bob on it. It went from yeah. 75 to 74 now, which is a yeah, little Yeah, yeah, that's one thing. If you want a degree knocked off, these, these guys are crack. Fuck, man. And uh, I just felt, I fell asleep on the train on the way here. I was totally out. I mean, out. Somebody could have twiddled me. Maybe they did. Oh, <laughs> and I was, and I didn't know where the fuck I was. I, I threw literally threw water on my face, popped the five hour, sipping an espresso, and here we go. 
Let's start the show. Right. Oh, did we start? Oh, yeah. Okay, that joke's getting old. Let's go, Jimmy. Well, what do we got? Brett Akimoto calling in? Shortly. Guys, patch him in. And also Stephen Thompson. <laughs> no? Um, he's fighting uh, Vicente Luque. I think that's, that's the co-main. What is Vicente Luque's record, Jimmy? He's, I just looked it up, and I forgot it. That's the part of getting old sucks. I'll tell you in a second. Um, I just see. had it. He is uh, a 17 and 6. And Steven has lost a couple of fights in a row. He's uh, he's on a bit of a skid here. But again, you could always... He just lost Wait, two. who's on a bit of a skid? Uh, uh, Wonderboy. Who did he lose to? I mean, I know Anthony Pettis. Pettis, Darren Till. He did beat... Wait, wait, hold on a second. We got to slow it down for sure. one second. How dare you? I'm not attacking you. No. I'm a little off today. But... Uh, skid my ass, Darren Till. That fight could have easily went to one the boy. A lot of people think. Thought, I thought he won that fight. Well, but okay. I'm not talking about his skid like he's bad. I'm just saying he's lost a few fights, and that's got a get few here. fights. Sure, he lost two. He beat Jorge, and before the Jorge loss, he lost to Tyron. Yeah, but again, drive. another five round fucking uh, battle. A I'm war. not. A skid is when a guy's having a hard time and he's getting stopped and whatnot. I just look at it so, like his losses. Like if well, it's if it's three losses and they're all bad decisions, Jimmy. It's I like to look. I understand, but I like to look a little deeper. Yeah, is it because he's not performing? No, there was one time he got caught. Besides those, the and other he looked ones, good in that fight too. I just and he looked that good again. in the tyrant. You know, he looked good. He in had tyrant. to some shit with the tyrant fight, but uh, it was you know I, I got to rewatch that one. I know one was close and one was a little bit more in favor of. But does, but is that almost is that almost more frustrating? And I'll ask him this because. The fights against Woodley both were great fights. The majority draw. I think that he lost, and they uh, he lost the uh, the rematch, which I thought Tyron won. But it was a good fight. hundred percent. And I thought he won the Darren fight. Till fight. But it doesn't. It's still three out of four fights. And again, Pettis is Pettis. Yeah. That was just a good Superman punch off he the fence. Caught. It happens. Yeah. But I thought he looked good in that fight. Like he hasn't looked bad in any fight he's had, and yet he still lost three out of four. So does that do anything to you, like mentally? Like what the fuck do I have to do? Won the well. I mean. Wonder Boy does things that um, he's he's a unique fighter. You know, there's other guys with karate stances and shit and some sidekicks, but his timing, his style is unique to his own. I'd say. Yeah. Machida was was a little similar with his bouncing karate yep. like 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 style, but if you look at how he matches up with a lot of fighters, he's a tough match for the majority of fighters. Uh, I mean, you look at what he did with Jorge Masvidal. Who's fighting Nate Diaz in this huge fight? Right. You know the the BMF belt and whatnot. Uh, look what he did! To, look how he just offset him, and he won that fight. I thought he won that fight look, decisively. Like that was uh, I thought I, I thought that was yeah. a, it was a unanimous decision. But I thought he absolutely won that fight. O- although it, he's he, you know he has a lot more success in a different weight class. As far as uh, I'm talking about Robert Whitaker, look what he did in that fight. I mean, he's doing things that not a lot of guys can do or have done. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean he's he. he he possesses a unique skill set. I know that sounds like a Liam Nielsen movie, but he does. Doesn't he say that? Taken? No, no, no. Liam Neeson does. What does he say? No, say Liam it. Neeson. I, I wouldn't know. I hated that movie. I have no, got what, a unique you know, set of skills. Do you know why I hated that a movie? Boo. You know why I hated that movie? Why? Because his hair was dyed with soy sauce? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb hairdo. I love him. Because it was just so unre- unrealistic where it's one thing if you're a bad motherfucker. Uh, Jimmy. But when he went into that room and he told that guy, he's like, oh, I told you I'd find you, that kind of thing. And you're like, oh man, what is he going to do? Does he? And those guys are all armed. And and then he just started, you know, basically doing a Steven Seagal shit. And he's taking them all out like one at a It was just fucking corny. I it's always, like, it's so unrealistic. I always too, hate that. And I like too. superhero movies, but, at least, yeah. but this is supposed to be real. It's supposed I to be a real man. I hate when. They show a guy and there's three people with guns and then and then like each one is waiting their turn to get beaten up. What the fuck, man! Like, you know, why don't you just fucking shoot him Stay- or say, "Hey, stop, or I'll shoot." You gotta do like Indiana Jones did in Raiders of the Lost Ark when the dude came at him with the big sword. I'm showing my age, but kids should watch this. You ever watch real footage of someone trying to take a gun in a deli? It's never a karate don't, kick. Oh. It's always like ah, and then you're. Pfft. And the guy gets shot in the stomach. I, rem- I remember. So I remember what you. I, I've seen probably There's the same a bunch exact, of footage it, like that. Yeah, it's not good. No, it's not. Good. It's a terrible move to try to take the gun because you flail for it and the guy backs up and he still has yeah. it. Yeah, give me. And then no. he shoots you. And then he shoots you. No, you just gotta. You gotta. You gotta just take that loss. Yep. Here you, you go. Know? Here's my wallet. And eventually they'll get him, and karma will have its way. I hope so. Hope the police get involved. <laughs> Jimmy. Okay, get Brett, Brett Akimoto on the phone. Yeah, can we get Brett? <laughs> what? 
Okay. How about to Wonder Boy? Let's get Wonder Boy on the phone now. Thank you. What do you think of Maya versus uh, Ben Askren you this want, are Saturday? Are you asking me? Are you serious? I am. Uh, I think I know what, what you're What is my, hold on. What the fuck does my shirt say? Uh, Jayu Jaitsu. Uh, you got to, don't, don't mess around with that. I hold it sacred. I know. I'm totally kidding. Jiu-Jitsu. Call it what you like. I know. It's jujitsu, Jimmy. I can't stay mad at you. I have to lose weight, so I'm literally thinking of just going down and taking jujitsu. Because I, I got, I weighed on the scale, and I'm like, I'm, I'm done eating those fucking peanut butter pretzel. No, nothing. I'm disgust. Trust me, I know how Jimmy, fat my head looks on camera. Don't you dare say that you're thinking about going down for a class, because Jimmy, we've been I doing know, this show for maybe I don't know what over three years now. Yeah, I know. Okay. Mm. We, I've, I'm not gonna say I heard it before. You know, You've heard it before. we've heard a lot of things. You've heard before. a lot of jazz. A lot from of things on this we hear more than once. You've heard a lot of garbage from me. You know? I do know. I mean, listen, me too. You know, once in a while, you know, I bring up some shit that I that I that I, that I talk about like more than once. It's gonna happen, <laughs> dude. Am I gonna see you next week? No. I'm gonna miss you. I miss you. Too. You're so you're so busy. I'm filming. All right. Yeah, so. I got a lot of stuff I'm shooting. It's really weird. Like since the summer. You go through periods in your career where you're doing a lot of stuff, and I've just gotten a lot of offers to shoot this, shoot this, and all of them are things I want to do, so I've said yes to almost everything. It's I think you have to, Jimmy. It's called being a whore? Yeah. A prostitute? Bet I am. You bet I am. They offer me something, I walk in, cheeks spread. Howdy. Oh, my Jimmy. I'm ready. Cheeks spread, like your, your cheeks get wide, like you're smiling. smiling. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, you, no, no, no. When is the Irishman come out? You're in that, and you're playing that in London. Longo yes. goofs on me. He says I'm Don Rickles because the way I look. First, I, I know who you're playing. I'm, I'm assuming you're playing Don Rickles, I the am, comic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it comes out. Uh, I mean, I, what do I know? I don't pay attention. November first uh, in the theaters for a limited run. November 27th, I believe, on Netflix. It is going to have a limited run in the theaters. Has first. to. They want it to be considered for Oscars stuff. Oh, that's how they and, and Netflix can't it, get that. No, it has to be in the theaters for a certain amount of time. Oh, I will say. That Joaquin Phoenix for the Joker. Did you see that yet? I, you know what's so funny? Me and my wife. That's that's not hysterical. It's not a great. But I'll tell you what's funny yeah. is what you brought it up. Me and my wife saw a matinee yesterday of the Joker. What do you think? Holy fuck! Great. Is it disturbing? Isn't it good yeah. though? His acting is amazing. It is so. It, it's so. Um, it's clever how they did things. I don't want to give things away. Like it looked like they were painting a picture a certain way with the Joker and his past and his, what is regarding his mom and stuff. And then they flipped it and I'm like, oh wow, that's even, that's yeah. pretty wild how they did that. And I'll tell you, it, it doesn't, it feels just like a real, It's it doesn't feel like a comic book movie. It feels like just a, a movie about a guy with mental illness who goes fucking bonkers and it's a, it's a, it's a, a scary movie in that sense. Yeah. No? Yeah, yeah, no, no. He was so good in that. Oh, he was, I, and you you would think that after Heath Ledger, his performance, this is a totally different take, but yet it's, I mean, wow. I mean, it's it's so wild the way it's he did so that. so good. Right? So Even down good. to his laugh, and I don't want to give things away, but he has like a condition with that. That was wild. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he can't stop, it's like a, it's not that he's laughing because he's laughing. He's, he's got that, that nervous condition. When he was laughing on the bus like an asshole, it was so great. Oh, oh, you must love all the awkward moments in that. Dude, no? the best. What about the comedy club shit? Neil Brennan had a very funny tweet about, and I'm going to butcher Neil's tweet, but it was something about how he didn't mind him killing people, but he objected to him bringing his girlfriend to an open mic, which I thought was a very funny tweet that comedians will enjoy because that was the greatest sin he committed. He brought a girl to watch him perform. Or yeah, he, he might have did that. Well, we don't know. Oh, it's funny the twist at the end, right? Uh -huh. He's fucking bonkers. It's so cool. Hey, hey, listen, I recommend it. It's fucking, and I like the way they have that little, people like, oh, is Batman in it? Well, in a sense, I mean, you got to, yes, kind of, not Batman, but at least Bruce Wayne. It's so interesting how they did that. And uh, disturbing. What a disturbing movie. It's got that taxi. It's got that taxi driver. Taxi. Feel to everyone it. said it had a taxi driver vibe to it, and Man. Uh, it was very. I can't. You know, it's funny. I like Heath Ledger's so much, but I can't watch it anymore because again, it was he was he was hampered by the fact it was a comic book movie. It was amazing. Won the Oscar for it. Yeah. But I thought Heath Ledger looked better with the scars, which I thought looked just so fucking yeah. disgusting, and he looked like his mouth smelled. It's different, but it's not. I wouldn't say one's better than the other. I prefer Joaquin now. I guess because yeah. it's a full movie of him being... Like, if they had given Heath Ledger that script and said, you're going to become insane, we're going to give you rated R dialogue, 
instead of PG-13 comic book dialogue, it yeah. might have been a little I th- bit... I could see him doing... Yeah, but I'll tell you, even with the, the PG-13, if you look at the Dark Knight... Yeah. I've watched that opening scene again recently. I don't know why. On YouTube, you find shit. You know what I mean? And that opening scene with the bank robbery, it's fucking awesome. It's man. great. You know? And how putting he's... a knife in someone's mouth. Oh, Al, there's so much stuff that was great in that. All right. Let's talk some MMA news. <laughs> no, we should be waiting for Brett. So what do you for think that. about... What? Well, he broke the Greg Hardy. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I that's like the right. way I asked you something that I keep talking. That's right. He he, had, he broke the Bret Hardy. Uh, <coughs> Excuse uh, me. Bret Hardy. The fucking uh, uh, Greg Hardy is fighting uh, Alexander Volkov now in place of JDS in Moscow. Um, so that means that the more the, what I got out of that is that Dean Thomas is going to Moscow. He may be. Man, he doesn't like the cold, Dean Thomas. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, what does that mean? Dean Thomas is a great dude. We got to have him on here more often. Uh, anytime Dean wants to come on, you know. You're welcome. Oh, guest. what I was going to tell you, Jimmy, that was in and out of my brain in an instant, like what? most things, what? is that I am going. I'm going to take the wifey to uh, to the fights at MSG. Oh, that's nice. You know what I mean? I go, honey, honey, you want to go to the fights? It's not a great story. And she goes, I, what, well, you want me to go? And I go, yes. And then we're going to go out and we're gonna we're going to go to Plataforma. It's a great place. That's where we're going. We'll spend the night in the city, honey. We'll get freaky. Oh, I don't want to say everything I said. By the forget, way, forget it. Scratch that last part. You can't go to platform after the fights. They'll be closed by the time the fights are done. Well, I'll go, this is what I'm. This is what I'm planning to do. Jimmy. Go the night before. No, 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 no. Either go the night. Well, the day. Well, no, the day of. I just get there early. And we hit that. The fight started at six. What time are you going to platform at four? I don't got to see every fucking fight, Jimmy. I'm not getting there at six o'clock and stay in the midnight. Well, I got shit to do. I guess, like my wife, you know what I mean? After some turkey wrapped in bacon. But listen, we'll probably get a hotel here in the city, yeah. you know? And, uh, you know, me and the wife have a freak fest. I would. Offer, I like to keep it spicy, Jimmy. I would offer you my place. Oh. I just can't have the Sarah's tearing it up in my house. Jimmy, you have a Craftmatic? I don't. Mm, it's good, because I like to leave a fat rabbit on a Craftmatic. <laughs> You have a craftmatic? No, I just like that lyric from Two Chains. Oh, I don't know what that means. Well, listen, the kids nowadays, they're fucking chuckling in their cars. So what do you think? And by the way, I was incorrect. I was what? Like, nobody corrected me. What? Uh, I said that this was the uh, co-main uh, oh. for Askren uh, uh, Masvidal, and I was incorrect. That's Michael Johnson Jimmy. against Stevie Ray, and no one corrected me. Jimmy, this is a snickerdoodle gluten-free protein bar. You see this, Jimmy, in my hand? Yeah. Now... What do you think it would, what would a brick sound like if I threw it against the wall? It would probably be like a dull thud. Jimmy, listen. (laughs) Wow, it bounced back. (laughs) Oh, I'm lightheaded. Jimmy, I'm lightheaded. That thing almost almost took out your coffee. Yes, it did. Holy shit, Jimmy. I'm sorry. First of all, Jimmy, I'm sorry. That could hit you. It's okay, I would live. The fuck's the matter? I thought it was, (laughs) that shows, hey, let me tell you something. A quest bar would have fucking fell at your feet. Yes, sir. This would've. thing, I almost broke my tooth on it. I'm That's sorry about that, Jimmy. That was a work hazard. I should have okay. I I threw it towards Bob. By the way, they're fighting at MSG, so I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> Sometimes I forget we're doing a fucking show. Oh, there yes! What's up, y'all? Okay. So good to see this guy. What's up, Wonder Boy? <laughs> Doing good, my brother. Doing good, man. Just got done doing some minutes. I apologize. I'm all sweaty. Nope. Hey. Working, baby. We working. And is, is Mr. T near you? That's Mr. Thompson, your father. <laughs> he isn't. He isn't. He's he's out there running classes right now. I should have put a request in to have him nearby. Yeah. You should, man. You we, should. You know, we never we never got done with the whole debate on whether or not Hoist Gracie pulled off. Uh, Kimo's ponytail, ponytail, or it was a mouthpiece. I'm going mouthpiece. His father is saying ponytail, but that'll we'll leave that for another day. Hundred percent, man. My dad, he he won't back down, brother. He'll be like, it's his ponytail all day long. We need we need to get in the studio with you guys again. That's what we need. Well, you're coming in for the garden. I, I'm. This is how dumb I am. I I just said a minute ago that you guys were the co-main. For Askren and um, Maya, which I foolishly corrected myself and realized you're fighting in the garden. So when you're here, why don't you guys come in? Because you'll probably be here a couple days early. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I would love to. You know, me and me and Pops will be there probably Tuesday. So we'll have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm not co-main or main event, so hopefully the the 
the uh, media obligation won't be that crazy, so we can come and hang out with you guys and get on the show. I love that, man. And I, and I watched the Pettis fight again, which was, uh, you looked really good in that fight. And, and I was watching it, and did, you, what, did his legs kick have an effect on you? It seemed at one point in the second that you bounced so well, and then it seemed a couple of times it seemed like you slowed down a bit. Were his kicks having an effect on your movement at all? You want know to be honest with you, not not at all. I mean, um, of course they were landing, but uh, you know, I was trying to I was trying to check the majority of it. I was keeping an outside stance, uh, excuse me, a closed stance, so he was able to get try and get to the outside of my cap. I remember the first few of them. I think in the first round, I felt, but um, you know, it, it didn't play an effect on me, uh, especially with my movement. Uh, I started to slow down in the second because I was trying to counter counter Pettis, and then I had. Hit him with a sidekick, but my sidekick had glanced me off the wrong direction, so it squared me up to Pettis. And when he bounced off the cage to jump in, I wasn't in position to move back. I tried to, but it wasn't enough, and he ended up clipping me, and down I went. Yeah, yeah, but that was just a punch that you see anybody can get caught with a punch. You know, it, it, it didn't. It wasn't like you looked bad. I thought you looked really good in that fight, and uh, we we thought you uh, you won the Darren Till fight. I really thought you won that fight. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it, man. I know he's moving up, man. He's coming in event of this fight. Yeah, he's coming up and fighting Kevin Gaslam, who's no joke. Both of these guys, and and you gotta. I, I'm surprised to see how better Darren Till will feel or look, knowing that he's not having to do that dramatic weight cut. That's going to be kind of uh, interesting to see if if it does play an effect. Well, that's a tough test for him, though, with Kelvin. Oh. Gasoline. 100%. I mean, moving up to a bigger weight class, but not only that, fighting like the number two or three guy in the division, I'm like, wow. I mean, he jumped up pretty quick. But I don't know, man. I, I guess the UFC has a lot of uh, confidence in Darren Till to put on a show uh, or at least give Kevin Gaslam a run for his money. And not for anything, but, uh, you know, Kelvin also fought at 170. He too. moved up as well. So yeah. he moved up as well. So as far as the size difference, that is a good thing because a lot of 185ers, they're not making uh, 170. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you got to remember. I mean, Kevin Gaslam went toe to toe with uh, Tyron Woodley and took some heavy shots and walked through it like it like didn't it even affect him. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you remember that. How's that for my fucking memory, Jimmy? Very good. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. That's your good. I'm man. not. I'm not known for my memory. My, you know what I mean. True. He froze. Oh uh, yeah, that I was so he was, weird. I think he's he really smiling at Matt. He froze like the Joker, and then it went back, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, did you see the new Joker movie? Can y'all see me now? Yeah, we good. got you, Steven, Did you see okay, the new? Good, did you good. see the Joker movie yet? Oh my goodness! Well, I saw it with Chris, literally Weidman, uh, the week before. No, two weeks before the fight. So we went to the movies, watched it. I thought it was epic. What'd you guys think? Did y'all see it? Woo, it. man! Love we it. were just talking about it. I thought it was a. Man. It was freaky, man. It's kind of scary. It was to the point where, it, like, I was I was kind of rooting for him because you know he had such a bad life. Ooh. Everybody was picking on him, man, and that crazy laugh that he had that he had to carry around this card everywhere he went because it was it. like a, you know, when he was in a stressful situation, he just started laughing. But at the end, when finally he was his true self, I was spoilers. Like, I was for no, I'm only kidding. I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> Okay, yeah, sorry, my bad, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, you can spoil it. It's been out for a month. Or it's like, I'm going to spoil Apocalypse now. It's been out for a while. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen that movie yet, you need to poke yourself in the eye or something. I don't know. It was great. But you have to see that movie. You know what, Steven, you know what I you know the vibe I get out of you that, like, if you win the title, you get millions of more dollars. I can't, I think your life's going to be exactly the same. Does that make sense? I think you're a happy mother jumper where you don't, you go back to teaching the kids karate and right or wrong. The I don't, next day, the it, next day. hundred percent. A lot of people say that like, oh, it wouldn't change me. My life wouldn't change. I really feel that besides maybe just being totally secure with everything that your day to day would not change at all. Am I right with no, that? No, sir. You know, I've got I've got 600 kids here that watch every move that I make, man. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I keep a small circle of, of good people around me, family mm -hmm. mostly, but good training partners, uh, you know, good coaches. And, and and I think a lot of these professional athletes lack those those, you know, those people in their lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, you get some people in there that just kind of let you do what you want to do. They're they're not willing to sit down and slap you around a little bit, and tell you what you're doing wrong. You know, yeah. I guess because when you get to that certain level, people feel like you know they should treat you a certain way. But um, 
Not me, man. Not uh, me. <laughs> your, your, your pops doesn't hold any punches, Mr. T. Oh, he doesn't. He will backhand you in a heart. You did he tell you, what did he tell you after that fight? After the the Pettis fight, what did he say? You know, he didn't really say much. I, 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 I don't remember any of the second round. All I remember is getting up off the stool and looking across at Pettis. Look how bloody he was. And I was like, all right, I'm going to be a little more aggressive this round. And that's all I remember. Wow. I remember I, – I remember – uh, like these little sparklies kind of faded away and I was in the back. I don't even know how I got back there. It's crazy. And I see Chris Wyman's freaking face, fat face smiling <laughs> at me. And I'm like, what's up, man? And he's like, hey, if you ask me the same question again, I'm going to slap you. I guess I asked the same question like 30 times. I was like, where am I at? What happened? I got yeah. knocked out? Where am I at? Oh, wow. But I didn't see my dad. My dad wasn't there, you know? Yeah. He, I was back there with the doctors and then we went straight to the hospital just to do the CAT scans and stuff. And you know what? He had a smile on his face, man. He's like, my dad's the type of guy, you know, you go out there and give it all you got. Either you, you knock him out or you knock him out. Or you knock him out or he knocks you out. Just give it all you got. You know, you, you, you walk out of that cage on either with your shield or on it, you know? Have you, is there any frustration because three of the last four – have been very tough law. You haven't looked bad in any fight. You've looked real. I mean, against Woodley, you look great. Uh, obviously, you looked tremendous against Masvidal. I thought you won the Till fight, and you look great against Pettis, and, you know, anybody can get caught in the last few seconds. Is there any frustration to that? You know, there there really isn't. Uh, I, I was prepared 100% for every one of those fights, and the, the only fights that I felt like I really lost was the Matt Brown fight, which was my second fight, and this last fight that, you know, I just got caught. I got knocked out. I mean, no, no, no worth, you know, better loss than that. You know, he's, he's getting knocked out. Uh, all the other ones, I felt like I, I felt like I, it could have gone either way. I, 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 maybe I edged it out. The Till fight, even the Tyron Woodley fight, I felt like I won it. But, um, uh, you know what? I prepared 100% for every one of them. So, no regrets, man. I, I, I'm not disappointed in myself. Um, I'm just ready for the next one, baby. Now, Vicente Luque, he's been looking like a beast lately. And yes. how does it feel? Like he, he, Vicente has to know, and he's a nice kid. He's been on the show before. Yes, he, is. he has to know, and you have to know that, hey, man, you're a you, wonder boy, you're a huge name. And he's looking at you like, if I beat the wonder boy, I'll be the freaking guy. And like, <laughs> how does that motivate you knowing that he's like really getting, trying to make his name he's off done you? And, and he's got a name already, Vicente, but sure. never fought a guy with your name. You know what? That, that that definitely fires me up, man. It really does. I mean, Vicente Luque is a tough dude. He's on a 6 fight winning streak and has been knocking dudes out, bro. Knocking dudes out. I mean, he went a war with, uh, with um, Mike Perry, with Perry. Mike Perry yeah. his last fight, which was, which was awesome. I mean, completely rearranged his face. I don't know if you remember, remember the knee? seeing that fight. Yes. His nose was all the way up. It was the worst nose break I've ever seen in my life. But Vicente Luque is very dangerous, man. He's classic Dutch kickboxing. He's got wrestling. He's got good jiu-jitsu. It kind of reminds me of when I fought uh, Rory McDonald. I mean, he's just very well-rounded. He's good everywhere. I mean, mostly you see his striking, but, I mean, you know, I'm prepared for wherever the fight goes. And I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. You know, even his coach, uh, Henry Hoof, put up, I think, on Instagram not too long ago. Oh, wait, Pops, come here. Someone wants to say hey. Oh, yes. <laughs> Matt Sarah. Oh, the show. secret weapon, Mr. What's up, dog? Hello. What's up? How you boys doing? How are you? You doing well? He said doing well. How's life? How's life in the big league up there? <laughs> Things are going we, great. We're gonna come up see y'all in just a little bit. Uh, we we want you in studio. That's what we want, Mr. T. Don't you like the new Skype element, the video element? We feel like we're fancy now. We have this. We can see each other. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> he said we can see. Each other. He's not used to that. He's used to. You know those still those uh the cord phones, you know, still <laughs> plugged in the wall, dude, with the monologue, yeah. It really is fascinating that we can do. As a kid, the idea of of phones that you could talk on, we used to think you'd be on your kitchen phone with a thing, maybe seeing a monitor. The fact that we can do this is is you know, Star and it felt Trek. Like it wasn't what I, you know. I was born in '83, so I, I was kind of there when you know, no cell phones. You know, everybody stayed at home pretty much all the time because you had to be next to the phone. It was it was yeah. in your house. So everybody stayed closer to the phone. And it's crazy what, you know, just having a cordless phone could do. I mean, you can travel the world, not have to be at home and still contact anybody. It's crazy how it used to be. 
I we had a party line, which meant we shared our phone number with the people downstairs. So that would ring <laughs> a certain way. I forget how it worked, but like you both shared the same phone number, the same line. It was really weird. Wow. Yeah, it was cheaper, what? I believe. Yeah, and if it rang a this certain way, this was in way, New York. Was this in New York? Jersey, Edison, New Jersey. But they were popular party, like like you'd share a line with your neighbor. Wow. What the heck? Old yeah. shit, man. Yeah. It's wild, baby. It's wild. <laughs> I know. I'm 51, so it's depressing. Born in 83. Wait, you're 51? Yeah. He looks Shut good. Shut your butt. <laughs> Shut your butt, Thank Jimmy. You're not 51. I wish women had that reaction. I always tell a woman I'm 51. They're like, yeah, I expected you were, judging by the fact you're listening to 1972 Matt, Sabbath. Matt, how old are you, Matt? I am, wait, guess. Yes. <laughs> Hold on. Look at those biceps. Yes. Yes. Take a guess. Just one little guess. Um, I would say. Nope. Thirty nine. No. Nope. I look. Nope. Listen I saw the th. Listen I saw the tongue come out. No. Awesome. He's a good friend. Awesome. Thank you. Wonder Boy's a good if friend. If I was still eating gluten, he would have. Uh, <laughs> he would have guessed maybe fifty one. He's being a good friend. When I saw when I saw you do this. And I knew that a thirty-something was coming out. I, I wanted to hang up. Yeah, I mean, you're not you're not that much older than I am. I'm, I'll be thirty-seven in February. How old are you? How old are you? I'm forty-five. Which 40, is, shut up. Yeah, you're forty-five. Dude, I know, right? Yeah, he's forty-five. I, you know what? You wouldn't believe I, it. I, I pray to be like you when I'm forty-five, with but, biceps like that. You know what? Thank you so I much. I will. I will. I'm. 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 I'm going to. Thank you. I'm pissing That's dirty. My goal. That's my but life still, goal. I'm. I'm done. <laughs> I'm on TRT. Don't don't look at me differently, but you know. Thank you so much. Should All I go right. on TRT? Should I, yeah, I, should I think it? you should, but Jimmy doesn't want to get it because you get a little more hairy. I don't want to Come do that. Come on now. No, Come no, on no. now. If you're like of age, like that's that's the prime time to be able to do that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. The fact that I'm you know hairless I mean? and I have boyish buns, that's the one thing I have going for me. I can't spoil that with a bunch of hair. <laughs> so back to fighting at MSG. Right. You're <laughs> yes, yes, now, listen, MSG, baby. It's gonna go. feel it's gonna feel familiar. I mean, you've been there before, literally. Yeah, this will be my third fight there. Who could say that? Was it both? Were both Woodley fights in MSG? No, no. The first Woodley fight that was USC two hundred five, which was the very first show at MSG. I remember we broke all Madison Square Garden records. That, was that show. Was to Connor uh, Eddie? Uh, I was Comain. Right. Yeah. I was Comain, and then before that, I think it was uh, TJ Dillashaw. Right? Or were they main event? I don't remember. <laughs> you know what I like, Steven, is that uh, the commercial you did with TJ Dillashaw, now it's just you fight yourself. They, they Dude, took how out, did they do that? I don't know. How did they did do that? Did you reshoot that? No, we did not reshoot that. There was a commercial Somehow, with that. <laughs> they ahead. did their movie Magic, and I'm fighting myself. There was a thing with him and TJ. They were, don't you know, know how that works. They were dressed up in like like in like in suits, not suits, like uh, they were at like an office thing yes. setting, right? And then it was the Van. It was the Van Heusen commercial. Yeah, the Van Heusen where the octagon comes down. Like I'm being annoying in the office, or whatever. We ended up like fighting. It was almost like a little brother, big brother type deal, yeah. you know. Like little brother ends up beating me up, you know, smashing me through the table. You haven't seen that yet? I've seen it. You didn't see it, Jimmy? No, it was him and TJ Dillashaw, but now, you know, TJ Dillashaw was put on a timeout, so now it's Steven fighting Steven. So it went from, like, a big brother, little brother thing to, like, a uh, uh, the movie Gemini with uh, Will Smith oh, that, wait, no, you're that nobody's seen. You're fighting yourself or <laughs> there's no that. one else? you'll like it. Oh, you've seen that movie? Yeah, you'll like, you, you, you like it. It's pretty cool, man. I think it's doing shitty hey, hey, things. Hey, uh, and Will Smith's 51, too. He's 51 <gasps> years old. That's inspiring. I'm really he's glad when I have a relative comparison to what he's done in his life and what I've done in my life. <laughs> he's not a comedian, though, Jimmy. That's a great point. He's not. He doesn't need to be. He's jumping out of helicopters over Grand Canyon. He's, he's awesome. 51, huh? 51. Oh, That's you saw that, too. I did, yeah, yeah on YouTube. Man. That was pretty. He wanted to do something for his 50th birthday. I think you need to, I think you need to up him somehow. I, I'll do it without the uh, attachment to the helicopter. That's what I won't bungee jump. I'll just pitch myself into the, <laughs> into the Grand Canyon. Scream his name as I go. A lot of people would be upset about so that. So wait, are you fighting, when you say you're fighting yourself in, in that commercial, it's you against you or it's just you against nobody? Him and him. No, it's me against me. So it was me and TJ. And then, of course, the whole TJ debacle, they ended up taking TJ Dillashaw out of the commercial. So I'm, I'm literally fighting myself. We didn't reshoot it or anything. I'm like, how did they do that? I don't, pay, I don't even know. I don't know how that works, but I'm fighting myself. I'm surprised that Van Heusen... Again, of course they care, but I'm surprised that a clothing company would even invest that much in the inner workings of the. You know what I mean? Like, but the fact that they did, I kind of respect it. They're like, no, well, this guy's not fighting anymore. 
Yeah, well, that's true. I think they, they're they a big sponsor in the UFC now, Van Heusen. Oh, okay. You mean they're not fighting Dracula anymore? Oh, that's Van Helsing. <laughs> that doesn't even deserve a boo. Jimmy's going to use that as boo. That doesn't, that's, that's not even a boo. That should be just stunned looks. Jimmy, I'm sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> it's okay, Max. I don't know about, about fashion. No, I know, but about humor. <laughs> So you're thinking of Van Helsing, right? Van Helsing. I thought, well, you guys kept thinking, I'm like, what are you guys talking about the vampire killer for? And then <laughs> it happens to be your, hold on a second. The clothing line. The, the, yeah, the, Van the company. Yeah, the commercial, I did it for it. Van, Van Heusen. Okay. It's very similar. Very similar. I'm sorry. I'm a, okay. I'm a moron man child. We know each other for a long time. You know yeah, that one, the boy. Well, the boy you doesn't know, judge me. In, he knows. I think you were in Australia. You might have been. No, where were you? Oh. Yeah, you were in Australia when I came up to New York. We oh. went to train it. That's right. At the gym, and literally <laughs> the the first roll I did with Chris, he elbows me in the eyeball, cutting me, and I could and, and I didn't oh, I didn't roll shit. the rest of the time. Hey, you know he what? He elbows I, me in the face. That bully. That bully. <laughs> what I love about Chris, uh, you know, even though he had a rough time over the weekend in that fight last yeah. night, I seen him. He was at my. Uh, School strangling people. Yeah. I go. I, I texted him. I go. What are you doing? He goes. Yo, are you gonna be there tonight? And I'm like, Yeah, man. Why you want to stop by? I go. You want to say hello? And and he goes, No, I want to get a sweat out, man. So he was out there strangling people. Best thing to do after uh, having a fight. You know, hundred percent. Get out there and get a sweat in. Get working out. Get the yeah. endorphins going. You know what I mean? It was good. It was good. That's to see probably him. one of the reasons I'm never frustrated or angry. I take it out on a bag or a sparring party. You know what I mean? Just beat the crap out of them. I'm going to take shit out on Jimmy. I'm going to lose some weight, so I'm going to try to go. I think that should be a thing. I think y'all should get into the cage and maybe get a little sparring session, a little training session in. Yeah, Matt could run around and try to chase me as I climb out. I don't <laughs> think that's a very even match. It's all right. I'm used to that. You ever see my Dean Thomas fight? Yeah. I'm only kidding. He won that one. All right, let's get back to Steven. All right, Steven. Let's let him go. He's got to fight. Listen, man, uh, I'm glad you're fighting in the guard. I won't be here. I'm going to be out of town. But, uh, you know, uh, Vicente Luque is very tough, but, uh, you know, it's a bit. It's a big fight for him, and it's a big fight for you. Hey, Amen. Yes, yeah. I'm excited, guys. I'm excited. So, hopefully, we'll go out there, put on a show for you guys, um, um, and hopefully, we'll be able to see you guys out there when we come down next week. Yeah, come in. It'd be great to see you, man. To come in on maybe on the. Uh... Oh wait, is this next week you're here? Yeah, Jimmy. It, yes, yes. Next week. I, I didn't want to say it, but Jimmy's not. I'll be here. You're always welcome. But I keep hearing <laughs> Jimmy say this. But right before Jimmy, he got you, what the hell? No, he, he, he's not going to be in in studio, Jimmy. So he said that before, and I keep I thinking, suck. like, Jimmy, why do you keep bringing up? You're not going to be. He's going to go. Where's Jimmy? You're inviting him, and I'd love to see him. I'm, we're close. It's all, it's all okay. good. Maybe next time then. Next we'll, time. We'll figure it out. Matt will be here. I'll be uh, I'll be filming something in Las Vegas. So. All right. I'm sorry I'm going to miss you, man. I love uh, you're one of my favorite fighters, so uh, it's good talking to you as always. I'll see you. I'll, either way, I'll be seeing you, man. I'll be here at the fights with the missus. So I'll see you and Mr. All right, brother. Y'all have a good one, my friend. Y'all take care. All you're right, Steven. Talk to you soon. Man. All right, Wonder Boy. Yes, sir. Bye, buddy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Oh, I'm, so, I'm really bummed about that. I forgot. I, I keep thinking it's a week removed. Who cares what I think? I you was wrong. You I was wrong like, about everything today. Well, I'm tired. I listen, thought he was fighting in, in Singapore. I'm an ass. So I think we're even now with you being wrong with that and me with my Van Helsing little joke. There's nothing I could do to even that score. I'm a dad and you're a pervert. That's why this thing works. <laughs> Indeed. Correct. Jimmy! You are correct. All right. I'm sorry about throwing the protein bar before. I think you blocked sorry, that man. out. Well, it almost hit you. I don't care. You know? I was fine. 
little workplace, uh, little workplace bullying happening. Can we? Ad- uh, someone's gonna have to go to uh, we sit ad- down with the UFC's uh, human resources. I want to address the elephant in the room. Sure. Me, I got, I got my fucking, I weigh too much. Eric. Yes, that's rude. What's your name? Eric. You're not Dan? You are not even Eric? close. Who the fuck's Eric? Did we ever have Eric in here? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Dan? Yeah. I'm sorry, hey, Dan. What's your name? Hey, Don? No, Dan. That makes well, sense. Well, this is what Eric? happens, Dan. No, Jerry. Dan, this is what happens. And I'm going to be the guy to tell you because he doesn't. And we love you. I, I, I enjoy, Even though I just met you. Yeah. Listen, when you, when you go to get Jimmy coffee, you see the handle? That's what I would do. Because this is what you do. And Jimmy's a germaphobe. He go, so you go like this. Look. Look at, uh, uh, you, look at the way I'm holding my espresso you, you cup. You pick it up like an octopus. So Jimmy looks where you're holding it, Dan, and he goes, where do I put my mouth? When he, and that's not the first time he said that. No, I always know where to put it. He knows where to put that shit. Uh, let me tell you, I got a little, I got a, I got a little, uh, they clap back. Fucking with Ariel Hawani, because uh, I said that, you know, Ariel's got to be a little threatened by this Brett Akimoto. I said this before. Well, you weren't yeah. here. Phoenix was here. Yeah. And, you know, when we had Brett on, because, you know, Brett, the brass likes him. The fighters like him. Sure. The, the everybody likes the guy. Likeable guy. He's getting the news stories. Yes, he he's a man of the people. Eh, the other guy's a little condescending. He's, you know, I'm not a big fan. And uh, he heard about it, so uh, he did like the top five backfists. And he goes, "Oh, and, uh, somebody, somebody <laughs> said Ariel did it as a, as a comeback." And he goes, uh, "And as uh, he goes, and uh, an honorable mention is uh, that that friend of Dana White's that's on that show with him, and he doesn't even mention my name." Fuck you, Ariel. You don't like Ariel? <laughs> yeah, he's a twat. I like him. Listen, I like this. There's twats I can get along with. He had me on his show, though, before I did any of this. Well, I, I had his back before he was anybody. I was saying he was the uh, Howard Crosell of the... I was, like, giving him props. And then he got big for his bridges. And then he, he got a little condescending. Why do we all make up and get along? There's no I, reason for Jimmy, fighting. I have enough friends. I have you... I have Brett Ackerman. I'm not really friends with Brett. He's a no. nice guy. I, Wonder Boy likes you. Wonder Boy, I consider Dean a friend. Dean Thomas likes you. Dean Dana Thomas, I consider. How about this? There's friends, and then there's guys like if you have an issue, you could call them. Sure. So that means we're not friends. Now I call, I would call you if I had something bothering me. Yeah, I would. I think too. I have before. Whether it's with the show, whether it's with Dan and your cup, anything. Maybe. Why didn't call you about? You're Dan. like, why does he grab it like a squid? I'm like, I don't know. He just likes to have all his fingers involved. It's fucking great. But uh, he, he literally takes to. both hands. Dude, it and is he, funny and he how he grabs his it. fingers in and touches. And I saw my it cup. today. It it's was awful. Like, it was like that game when you go and try to like pick a prize and it, it falls out of the fucking thing and the Chuck E. Cheese. No, I, I've been in fucking strip clubs where they picked up a ping pong ball in a more hygienic manner. <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> hey, Brett, how you doing? What's up, guys? What's going on, Akimoto? Yo, Matt. Does anybody just you? call you Akimoto? People, yo, Sarah. Akimoto, is it too much like syllables? Akimoto. You know what, you, man? We might as well do this. I don't know if this is going to get awkward or not, but my last name is actually Okamoto. <laughs> I'll be honest. I have been butchering it all morning, so apologies. Okam- say it again. Okamoto? It's O. O with a long O. Okamoto. Okamoto. I said Okamoto the first time, and Matt corrected me, and he goes, yeah. no, it's Akimoto, so apologized. I don't even know if it's It's gonna- my fault, man. I mean, it, I'm one of the, like, it happens so frequently that yeah. sometimes I correct people, sometimes I don't. And if I don't correct you the first time, then I feel weird about sure. you know, correcting you down the line. Here's what you got to do. Either put a weird. hard line over it or put an H after it. It don't matter. It's just not going to work my song anymore, but it's all good, man. Oh, somebody got a little salty that I'm high on uh, Brett o- Okamoto. Say it right? Did I say it right? He did. Yeah, he just told Okamoto. you. You got a- it. Ariel yeah. Hawani, he got the message, man. I hope I didn't make shit awkward between you guys. I really hope I didn't make it awkward. Because no, the guy took I- a shot at me after I said that he's probably a little threatened by your success. So then next thing you know, the guy does a top five backfist. He's a fucking malicious bastard. <laughs> Enough of this shit over you and Ariel. Let's get to business about the UFC. Let's do it. All right, Akimoto. Okamoto, whatever the fuck your name is. There you go. So how did you find out about... uh, Uh, about, It's going to take some time. How did you find out about Hardy? uh, Because you broke uh, the fact that Greg Hardy is fighting uh, Volkov in Moscow. Uh, How did you find that out? Did you find that out from his camp? Yeah, it was his camp, and it was also the UFC UFC let me know. You know, I think Dana White was was excited about, um, you know... Anytime a fight gets lost, Junior had to pull out. And I don't know if you guys have seen Junior's Instagram account, but man, his that bacterial infection in his leg is is a scary thing. 
But anytime a force a fighter has to pull out, then the UFC is scrambling. And when, when they're able to find a replacement and, and they're able to do it pretty quickly, you know, Dana gets excited. And so, you know, he told me that, that uh, Greg was going to go out to Moscow. And I, I spoke to his team and they said, yeah, this was Greg's idea. You know, Greg actually called his his agent, Malky, and said, this is a fight I want to take. And, you know, Malky said, I, I told him, I don't know if this is such a great idea for you, man. You've had, what is it now, six, six pro fights for Greg. And he's going to go to Moscow and fight. Volkov, who is uh, very experienced, and he's going to fight him in his backyard. And uh, on 18 days' hey, it's notice, what Greg, it's what Greg wants to do. So, and he's they, in uh, shape. They called the UFC and pitched it to them, and, and they wanted it. What do you think about too in, in the in the heavyweight division? And Ganu does not seem to have a fight. People keep saying, "Well, maybe Rumble when he comes uh, back, he's going to jump up to heavyweight and fight." But uh, it seems like Ngannou has nobody to fight right now. Yeah, and that's that's frustrating as a fan. I'm, I can only imagine how frustrating it is for for Ngannou. I think Ngannou is in one of those weird spots where where he's clearly the the number one contender, but the UFC wants to do Stipe in, in DC, you know. And, and now Stipe has the eye issue, so we're not exactly sure when that fight is going to happen. But that theoretically is going to be DC's last fight, so you got to kind of wait and let that fight play out. And when there's not a time frame on when that fight's going to take place, and, and meanwhile, you're just kind of sitting there with, with your spot in line, and then, you know, John Jones might come up. There's just a lot of, a lot of uncertainty surrounding Francis, so I, I feel for him, and I would like to see him fight again soon. Do you know who I want to see him fight? And I don't know if it'll ever happen, and, you know, it's not that it's a title fight. Now, I wanted to see DC and Ngannou fight. That was a, a matchup I really wanted to see, although I don't think either of them, well, uh, DC a, with the guaranteed shot, I don't think would, would why would he I, fight I think Ngannou? he's fighting Stipe again, no? No, he is, but I'm just saying that's the fight I would like to see. If Stipe's out with an eye problem, I how long is he out for, do we know? Yeah, we don't know. It's uh, it's kind of up in the air. I would have loved to see DC fight Francis when he was the champ, yeah, you know, sure. and, 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 and Francis had knocked out Kane in, in what was it, like 13 seconds or something like that. I mean, that that to me made sense because you had the the DC Kane Velasquez connection. But but now with, with DC, you know, I don't want to see this guy fight too many more times. Yeah. You know, I, I'm pretty happy seeing him fight Stipe and then whatever happens, he retires. So I would have liked to see the Francis fight, but there's there's plenty of Francis opponents out there still for him without DC. And the DC with uh, Stipe is going to be a great rubber match. Yeah. I mean, because you knew that the game plan was for DC to utilize his wrestling. He didn't stick with it because he kind of fell in love with striking in that fight. Yeah. Got, and uh, he was the first one to admit it. And uh, so now we know what he's looking to do. So and so does Stipe and everyone. So it's interesting. And he looked Very good in that fight too. I mean, I, I, Cormier looked really good until until he started taking those body shots. He looked great. Now, really quick. Now, so, not to get back to negative shit, but you know, with the whole Hardy and the inhaler thing, you know, uh -huh. some some, including former ref Big John McCarthy, said Hardy was not to blame for the inhaler situation in Boston last weekend. Now, do you think the U the, this means the UFC agrees with that or no? What, what Big John is and I, what is Big John saying? Maybe what? somebody asked him. Somebody might have just asked him what he thought. Yeah, he's been doing podcasts. I think right is that where this came yeah. out? I think that's, that's what I heard. Doing, been doing some podcasting. I, I I mean he's he's not speaking on behalf of the UFC. Obviously, he's no. he's working at Bellator. He's just talking as as you know a, an official who, who was involved in this in a long time. And I agree with him, man. I, I don't think you can blame. Hardy. I mean, he is so young in his career, and he has people around him that should know better. Right. I mean, Dana White mentioned Dean Thomas. How dare? How dare Matt. you, Brett? <laughs> I put a little. I put a little blame on Dean, and I'll I'll tell that to him. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll let him know that that was that was a little bit of a mess up on his part. I mean, they they have to know that uh, you got to put this on your on your on your questionnaire when you're yeah. getting a, when you're getting a license for the commission, and for the question to come up all of a sudden in the middle of a fight, can he use an inhaler when they know that he has this issue? His team should have done a better job in that. Now, the commission could have handled it a little bit better than they did as well. But you get these these funky situations sometimes, you know. And, and to avoid those, you got to rely on the people who have experience. Who've had the experience, so I do place a little bit of blame on them. Who is he, who did he ask? Uh, he said he got a yes from somebody on the commission or, or from a judge. Who who did he ask that actually told them yes? That's what he says, but if you watch the video, I don't know. Like I, I'd have to watch it again. But uh, he, it's, there's an inspector. You know, there's an inspector from the commission. He's a commission employee. He stands there and makes sure you know they get the they get the ice out, they yeah. get the stool out, they get out of there before the the next round starts. And and he asked him. And a lot of times that guy he, he doesn't know. Yeah, you, you might know? as well ask time, the, the fucking ring card girl. Who knows what's he doing? This guy doesn't know. <laughs> this guy doesn't know. Hey, oh, Brittany, you think I could use this fucking thing? It don't. What, what is he doing? That guy he doesn't get paid for yeah. that shit. You know? I don't think he even. I, when I watched it the first time, I don't even think he waited for a yes, though. I think he just 
like the guy was like, "Oh, is it medically approved?" And he's like, "Yeah, it is." And then he just took oh, it. So just, I don't know. I, it, we'll have to see. I, I would not surprise me if they appeal it. And when they appeal it, then then you know, I think we'll see a lot more details of it come out. We'll, we'll know. Didn't he say it was USADA? Like it was not a USADA violation? Did he say it was approved to use? Or was there something like with USADA? I thought he said again. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like in the history of combat sports, sure. nobody's. I, did you ever? Ever recall anybody doing anything like that? Yeah, I've never seen. No, that. you Me know. Neither. So yeah, I give Dean Thomas a pass because I like him so much. But he had a brain <laughs> fart. He knows he did. You know, yeah. he's only human. Dean, yeah, let's not judge him too too harshly. Yeah, you can't use a breathing aid in between rounds what of the fight. What the hell is that, man? Like using oxygen. Yeah, it's not. Well, listen, I do. I do give uh, Greg Hardy a lot of credit for doing what he's doing, taking his fight in Moscow. Eighteen days notice. Matt, do you, do you think uh, he shouldn't be allowed to use it in the middle of a fight? Like, if you were fighting Greg Hardy, would you be mad if he used it? Oh, hell yeah, he man. Yeah. I, I would like something to pump up, to open up my lungs. I don't even have asthma. I, it is, when people have no idea how we, I mean, people get tired when they're doing some cardio. There's nothing like getting tired in that octagon, in a fight. Because, especially if you're you're like, all right, man, this is, because it, 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 it makes you vulnerable for bodily harm you know what i mean so to, to give it an advantage you'll be like all right now i got some more juice you know it reminds me of and i can't even point out the boxing match but it was a shady corner guy it has nothing to do with, this is i shouldn't bring it has nothing to do with dean thomas this was right, an right, accident right. but there was an old-time boxing uh uh and he and he and he did some asthma medicine or something he crunched it up and he put it in between rounds and he kept asking in between rounds, he goes, this is a boxing match. And he kept asking, yo, no, no, give me the other one, the one with the mix, the one with the... And he was opening up this dude's lungs and he severely hurt the other guy. I, I wish I had names and whatnot, but I remember that. And that's what it kind of reminds me of. So it's straight up cheating, man. Endurance, some guys rely on that as as part of... And that's a big tool in somebody's arsenal to just withstand with... Like, look at Tony Ferguson. Guy doesn't get fucking tired. And, and that guy's not doing anything. So right. it's like, you shouldn't have that as an aid to help between rounds. It's totally fucking, I would have a big problem with it. Yes. Yeah. I should have yeah. given the short and version. You got to keep it in mind now for the rest of his, his career, man. Because I even noticed, like, it's funny that that happened. Because after the second round, I was like, this fight is basically going the way you would think it, Greg Hardy would want it to go. And he still looks completely gassed out there. So... Now every future opponent is going to know that, like, hey, if you just press this guy a little bit, he's, he's not going to be able to breathe. Especially if it's there. a main event and you got to go five rounds. Any five round fight, they're just going to be like, you know, try try to get him into the, the deep into the third and uh, fourth round. I'm going to tell my buddy Dean Thomas, take him to the fucking hills, get a versa climber. You're going to need it. What could you do with <laughs> asthma to change yeah. it? I don't know. I'm not an asthma guy, but uh, you know, uh, my wife's got it. She did an amateur kickboxing match. She didn't have that shit between rounds. Huh? No. Take a lesson from that. Fair enough. Okay. Are you allowed to, I guess you're allowed to use it right before you walk out. I mean, if you, if it's if it's USADA approved, are you allowed to, to use your asthma inhaler right before you walk out to fight? I don't know. That's the problem. Nobody knows. No one ever knows the answers to those questions. It takes somebody to like pull out all of the, the laws in each individual state and find out what the rule is in that state. That's why this sport is a little bit ridiculous sometimes because that's why I don't even blame the inspector guy for not knowing the answer because how in the world would he know the answer? I, I mean, you could say that it's sort of his job to know the answer, but for him to like just completely memorize every little law that's in Massachusetts and then something weird comes up like that, like I don't even put much blame on him. That's wow. why... That's why the sport needs actually unified rules. We call them unified rules, but they're not unified. You mean because of the difference from one athletic commission to the other? Yeah, right. Exactly. Speaking of weird and, and stuff like that, Tony Ferguson called out John Jones on Twitter this week. He said they wrestled before and that he had beat John Jones in college. Is there any truth to that? Do you know anything about that? I don't know if he wrestled John. Uh, I mean, I know, I know, know he wrestled in yeah. college in Michigan, right? I would have heard and of that before, no? That they wrestled? I don't know if he ever would have ran into John Jones. I that, that seems odd to me. I don't think that there would have been a situation where he would have wrestled John Jones, but <laughs> hey, maybe. Is there any progress uh on, on a fight with him and uh Habib, Tony Ferguson? I think they're 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 aiming for March is the last that I heard. It'd be March, it'd be in Las Vegas. I think Habib is Habib wants it, you know, Tony can't help himself right now. He's calling out John Jones because I think he wants to fight. I think he's getting really antsy and he wants to fight. But what is he going to do? I mean, you're not going to put him. You're not going to have him take a fight before he gets a title shot. There'd be no, no, uh, no reason to do that. So, I think we're going to see it in March. Finally, Habib versus Tony. I think it's going to happen. 
Now, my, I just lost my shit when I'm itching my ear. Now, wait, hold on. Now, I'm reading that Conor McGregor is apparently meeting with reporters in Moscow Thursday. Is What is that about? Is that true? It's like, um, I think he's doing it. I think, it, well, first of all, I think that his whiskey is, is going to go on sale in Russia this week. So anything that's good for the whiskey brand is, is going to get Connor out and, and make some appearances. Um, I also think that he, uh, and I don't quote me on this, but I think he did like some type of sponsorship with a betting site in Moscow or some type of Russian betting site. So I think he's out there for sponsorship reasons, you know, Shit, and then man. of course everyone's going to ask him about his fight career. What do you think is happening to him? Like he's a guy who's such a great fighter. He sells so, so well, and he's got all this outside the cage stuff happening, priorities going like, is is he just kind of uh, ready to not fight anymore? It just seems like he's not doing anything to to get himself back in the cage. I mean, could you could you make a, a, a comparison to what happened with John Jones? You know, I mean, these these guys were like nothing, and then they blew up into extremely famous athletes, famous, well paid young athletes. I mean, I think really that's that's as if you want to try and break it down as simple as possible. I think Conor McGregor was just a young guy, got a lot of money, got a lot of fame, and. Uh, when that happens, you know, some guys are, are going to get themselves in trouble. And I think that's what's happened to Connor. I, I still like every time I listen to the guy fight, I still see like that, that um, competitive spirit that I thought really made him so special and made him compelling and made him you, you want to watch the guy. I still I still see that. But then when you have all these other outside things happening in your life, uh, I mean, they can they can get in the way of that. I think we're going to see him fight. I think we'll see him fight next year. And, um, you know, I don't think he'll be like a shell of himself or anything, but. I do think that like the Conor McGregor that existed before the Floyd Mayweather fight, that guy is gone. I just don't think we'll ever see what where that potential could have gone. I think that that's that's that ship has sailed. Yeah, maybe. And another guy who I'm interested in too. I'm looking forward to Covington Usman. I've been wanting that fight for for quite a while. And it's like you wonder how much of this what Colby is doing is a troll and just to get people interested because people on his own team don't like him. And usually even when you're playing the heel, your teammates like you, like, you know, Connor's teammates love him. The guys around you love you. And I'm like, what is it with this guy? Is he just taking it to a level where people just can't get on his side anymore? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think obviously some of the stuff he's, he said is, is rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. He's not afraid to like cross some lines that usually people don't cross. And when you're talking about, Things like nationality and, and, and it's involving race and everything else, um, you know, that that's going to that is going to cross some lines that people aren't willing to, to come back from, you know. And, and I remember being in Abu Dhabi, um, getting ready for Habib versus Dustin Poirier. And I watched, um, you know, Colby does these like like betting videos on Instagram and uh, where he's got the girl next to him, you know, and he tells what his like his like lock of the week is. And he said uh, he picked Habib. And he said, Dustin can't wrestle. I've seen him in the wrestling room. He can't stop a takedown. So he's not going to be able to stop one here. Like, that's his teammate, you know? And so for him to come out and say, like, hey, I'm giving you guys betting advice. Bet against my teammate. Like, yeah, you do enough of that stuff, then then your team is going to start to turn your back their back on you because they feel like you've turned their back your back on them. What do you think in a matchup between him and uh, Kamaru? Does, uh, is his cardio uh, able to keep uh, Kamaru kind of backing up? Or I think Kamaru is too strong for him. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd want to hear Matt's opinion on this, but I, I've always thought, because I've thought about that fight before. I mean, before these guys, before Kamaru was a champion, they talked about this fight. You know, this fight was discussed. It was a possibility. It almost came together a couple times. And I always thought that the Kamaru sort of did every, did his skill set was similar to Colby's, but he was he was better at it. So I kind of thought that that'd be a tough matchup for Colby. But Colby's looked so good, man, in his last few fights against Robbie and against against Dos Anjos that, uh, maybe, that maybe that cardio is a little yeah. bit of a game changer. So that kind of been the way that Tony Ferguson uses it. Yeah, but what, who is the best wrestler that Colby Covington has faced? Now, you could say, well, Kamar Usman, he fought Tyron Woodley. And now, and, and look what he did. You know what I mean? Tyron Woodley's a great wrestler. So, you know, that's going to be a sim, more of a similar feel as far as with the wrestling. Because Colby, he exhausts guys with his wrestling, and he's like a volume striker standing up. He's not a big Power puncher, Camaro right. has the um, advance with the pow- advantage with the power. I feel what is what is striking, and I feel with his wrestling, Colby's not going to be able to exhaust him the way he exhausts other people because his wrestling will nullify that. Yeah. So you know, and I and you know, I go a little bit more with heart, so I'm going for the hero with Usman yeah. than than Colby. But if you if you look at how they're stacked up, 
Give me another wrestler that he faced, Colby Covington faced at that level. Who has he? Who has he faced? No, he hasn't. He hasn't. But Art, like Art, the, yeah. the fight, the, the fight that started to change my mind was the Robbie Lawler fight. And yeah, Lawler was coming off a long layoff and a knee injury, but he just exhausted Robbie. You know, to the point that he was winning stand up. Like yeah. he was, he was dominating Robbie yeah. at, at certain certain periods of that fight. And just by, like you said, he's not a power puncher. But just just constantly bugging you and in your face, man. Just like like making it dirty, making it ugly, making you not want to be in there with him. And can he do that against Kamaru? I don't know. Kamaru's younger. Kamaru's got the wrestling to 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 you know stop a lot of what Colby does. But I'm giving Colby a much better shot than I would have like a year ago. I I, I see that fight differently than I used to. And I just realized that I'm killing Usman's first name. I don't know. I, I noticed. Could you that say too. his name again? Kamaru. Com- Kamaru. I've never heard it pronounced. I'm saying like Kamaru. So Brett might be right. I've never heard Kamaru. Maybe, maybe I'm saying it wrong. Listen, I, no, no, I, no, no, no. Kamaru is I how. I tend to flip back and forth on that. One. Yeah. I, uh, I bet on. I would Kamaru? bet on you. I would bet on you. I always say Kamaru Usman. Kamaru Usman. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. I'm saying it weird this morning. You That's, threw me off there. It's fucking weird that I would never listen. If you're gonna say who's pronouncing something wrong, you just said me pronouncing. And, exactly. An exactly. I apologize. So. <laughs> You, you, you put an M in there. Uh, and, and what do you think, uh, I guess, Jones-Reyes uh, is going to be the next fight for Jones if, if he decides to take that fight, which I don't see why he wouldn't. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, he's out there on a, you know, every now and then John goes on a tweeting binge, and he was uh, he's saying that that fight doesn't interest him and that he wants to bulk up and go to heavyweight. Um, well, the kid's undefeated, you know, Dom. He, you know. He also said that he wanted to fight someone close to his own weight, and then when he gets to heavyweight, then he calls out Brock. It's like he, he just yeah. says all this crazy stuff. He's going to wind up fighting Reyes, I think. Yeah, and then he's talked about how he wants to go up to heavyweight, and then like a few months later, he'll say, "I'm never going to heavyweight." And then he'll then he call. He said he was fighting Stipe all of a sudden one time when he was actually fighting, I think Tiago Santos. So John likes to play games yeah. on social media. I think that that's that's pretty obvious. Um, but I also think that, that John is, is like any of these guys, man. I mean, he's looking around and he's seeing some of these guys making a lot of money, you know, uh, Habib making a lot of money for fighting in, in Abu Dhabi and he's seen different guys doing different things in terms of super fights and, and John wants to get paid. He's just like any of these athletes, you know? So I think he's looking around at, uh, what fight is going to get me motivated, but also what is the form of motivation? Sometimes it's money. And so I think he's looking around for what also could be a money fight, you know? The rematch I want to see, probably almost more than anything in the UFC, whenever he's healthy, is Santos against Jones. I want to see that rematch and see how he is if he's healthy through that uh, through that entire fight. Yeah, but again, the, it could be an, uh, it could be another fight the same, or it could be just like the uh, the Gustafson rematch, where then he you know it's not a five round uh, barn burner. He yeah, beats him in the third round. I want to see something new. I don't think I want to see that. You don't want to see that rematch. That's the rematch no. I want to see if, if Thiago stays yeah. healthy through the whole through the whole I fight. W- I'd like to see uh, Dominic Reyes. I mean, look, that fight will be first either way. Okay. That has to be first. for sure. That that fight will be first. I think if Santos ever gets a rematch, it's it's going to have to be him coming back and really smoking somebody. And then he's not much of a guy who's who's good on the mic, but he's going to have to call out and, and remind people that that fight was close. Otherwise, that fight's never going to happen. Awesome. All right. Well, listen, Let's Brett. Good Brett talking home. to you face to face. We've had you on the phone, but uh, thanks for coming on. And today. this is the last time I will. That's the last time I'm not bringing up Ariel. I want you to come on and feel comfortable. I don't want to yeah. make things awkward. I won't bring up the other guy's name no more. I want you. I want this to feel comfortable for you. Oh, man, I'm I, I'm comfortable. I, I think you you think that there's a you are far more interested in this topic than I think either one of us. Are, I like, right? listen, we're, we're good. The, can I just tell you though, the guy likes to start shit between fighters, so I like to give him a little of his own medicine, make him feel a little of what we feel when he says, <laughs> you know, Matt Hughes says this about you, and this one like a little fucking weasel, which you don't really take that angle, but. I like to give him a little taste of his own fucking shitty lime, uh, medicine. But hey, Brett, I'm not bringing it up no more. All positive <laughs> over here at UFC Unfiltered. Brett Okamoto. Good talking to you, Brett. There you go. Good seeing Thank you, buddy. Matt. Take care, Good brother. Good seeing you guys. All right, take care. Man. I want to keep it fun for him because he's going to be calling in. Yeah. And I don't want him to be uncomfortable because I make it awkward between him and Lemon Ariel. All right. Okay. Jimmy, uh, it's can been, we uh, fa- can we FaceTime next? Well, I was going to ask you this. Ask I think this I can. After. I'm going I'm to try to. Well, well, I, oh, I meant personal. Yes, yeah, so oh, on the show too, though. Oh, I meant personal. Okay, I miss you sometimes, Jimmy. I miss you all the time. You know. Thank mm. you to Brett. Thank you to Stephen Thompson. Sorry, and about uh, that. don't forget Damian Maya against uh, Ben Askren this Saturday in Singapore. And uh, 
That's a great fight. It's a very, very interesting. And of course, the co-main is Michael Johnson against oh, Stevie Ray. Oh, shit, Jimmy. We didn't do picks. We haven't done them in a while. Oh, man, this show, what is the matter with We're us? We're falling apart. Can we bring it back together? Nobody cares. Main event, right? You just have to do the main event. All right. Who are you picking? Main event. I'm, I'm going to take Damian Maya. Well, I'm taking Damian Maya. <laughs> you can take him too. But let me tell you how I'm taking him because you're going to try to pick how I'm taking him. No. Oh, are you picking round? Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Ooh. All right. This is what I'm going to say. Wait a minute. I'm not okay, sure if go. I want Damian Maya. <laughs> well, I do. And I'm going to say back take, rear naked choke. Is it the first round? Is it the first round? Is it? No. Okay. I'm taking Askren, second round TKO. He's fighting in Singapore, which is where he fought before. He's a, This is a desperate fight for him. Um, he's very comfortable fighting there. It's going to be like a home court advantage. What I think did he you just fight. say? Ben Askren, second round TKO. Blasphemy. I love Damian Maya. What does it say on my shirt? We went over this already. Yeah. It's jujitsu. I understand. I need a new clothes, clothing line. I'm, I'm stuttering today a lot. That's all right. I'm going to say Damian Maya. Back take. Rear naked choke. Rear naked choke. Okay. That's what I say. And I'm saying it proudly. And I say the jujitsu community. Is behind him. Oh, the wrestlers are behind him, man. Oh, go, 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 wrestlers, go. Where's it going to end up, wrestlers, when you take them down? On the ground. Good, motherfucker. Damian Maya owns the ground. I will Jimmy, say, look at the wrestlers. Don't turn your back to me. They rule the welterweight division. I like wrestling. I mean, the wrestlers. I love uh, jiu-jitsu, though. Uh, wrestler rules the, uh, just recently ruled the heavyweight division. Mm. I mean, uh, how many, now I'm not saying none, a wrestler. Uh, rules the uh, the the lightweight division. I mean, they're kind of uh, uh, what not the jujitsu isn't, but I mean, the wrestlers right now are having a great run. Back take rear naked choke, rear naked choke. Oh, John Jones, a striker. Damien Maya is gonna make all of us proud. Striker runs and, the middleweight uh, division. Jimmy, yes, I will sir. miss you next week. I'm apologizing again for the Henry Van Cejudo. You can use the Van Helsing joke if anybody ever wants to bring up that <laughs> clothing brand again. Jimmy, you're yeah. welcome. I let you use all my material. And I will never say that you're like that Carlos guy that stole those jokes that time. Mencia. I would never say that. And I would give you my material. Holloway. I mean, he's a striker. All right, Jimmy. I'll see you next week, buddy. Cejudo does I'll talk to you next uh... week. Bye, Jimmy. Swing into Seaside Golf in Ocean City, Maryland. Play like a pro at 17 championship courses designed by golf legends like Jack Nicholas and Arthur Hills. Tee off on sweeping vistas at Eagle's Landing. Savor the coastal views of Lighthouse Sound. Or see why Ocean City Golf Club is considered one of the Mid-Atlantic's finest fairways. Whether you're sneaking in a quick round on a family vacation or going all in on a golf getaway, fun is always in play at Ocean City, Maryland. Plan your trip at ococean.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 